This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish-speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish-speaking countries, I'm using Rosetta Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. And that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built-in feature called True Accent, where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Commercial Break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the Commercial Break. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. But, oh, hi, how was your day? And I think, fuck off. What are you talking about how was my day? My day has got absolutely nothing to do with you. On this episode of The Commercial Break. That's so insightful, Chrissy. As long as you're diverting the attention away from your own bank account and giving the glory to God, everything's cool. It's yeah. all good, baby. <laughs> you need a new plane? Get one. You want a Porsche? Drive it. You want to take that house? Claim it. Claim it. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Cats and kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and director of Kissy Face Services, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. You, we, can we sell you? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just asking a question. Like Chrissy farts? Yeah, no, not Chrissy uh. farts in the jar. I don't want to get into all the nitty gritty. I can't take all that. That's gonna make. That's too much for me. That's too much for me. I love you, but I don't want to know what your farts smell like. Not interested. Uh, we did a whole show on somebody that had sold their farts, farts in a jar. Yeah, context. we all heard it. Yeah, the girl from Ninety Day Fiance. She's that was Which the girl. One? Well, I, I, I don't remember God, her name. Now that I'm in the mix of that whole. Yeah, you're down the rabbit hole the now. Ecosystem. Huh? Yeah. yeah. 
wow, this 90 Day Fiance the other way, this newest season, I was watching it last night, like the tell-all, it is just, it is clear. They must have a psychologist on staff that rejects the people that are absolute, that are anyone, any semblance of normal and take only the fucked up ones because every single relationship that they showcase has some kind of serious issue going on in it and the other person is too blind to see it or they're both so whacked out (laughs) that they're just it's the most shit showy of shit shows and they do it on purpose you know that they do and then these tell-alls end up be so listen to this i'll just share with you a little bit about this ready guy is dating a transsexual woman Mm-hmm. The transsexual woman, he goes over to London to meet his, it's 90 day the other way. So they are going to the other country. The other country, right. To meet up with them and spend some time with them. And then eventually, I assume, marry coming back them. to America. Yeah. Marry them, possibly come back to America. But they're just showcasing that they're in another country meeting up with this person they've only known online. So one of the couples, a transsexual woman and a, uh, you know, a man, and they date. And everything seems fine at first. They have sex. The producers ask both of them independently if they had sex the night before. The trans woman says yes. The man says no. And the transsexual woman, the trans woman then gets very upset about this. She feels like he's trying to hide. Yeah. He's embarrassed. He didn't want to do it. it. He wants to keep his friends out of the loop. He doesn't want his parents to know. He doesn't want his family to know. You can understand. That probably gets right inside your fucking head. But he's going on a show that this is broadcast. God damn it. He's on television. (laughs) He's never. Dude, own it. It's cool. Who fucking cares anyway? Whatever, dude. Whatever is clever. I don't care. I think the storyline is interesting because the two people are interesting. It doesn't matter what parts you're using to have sex. Own it, right? Yes. Okay, so anyway, at some point, she it becomes clear that she is very feeling very sensitive about and jealous of the fact that he is uh, outgoing. He's a little slick with his words. He's not necessarily transparent about everything. So she's starting to sense that he's a little bit bullshitty. She's been hurt in the past, and she doesn't want some player Essentially. Okay. Ready? Makes sense. The last episode of regular (laughs) television programming for 90 Day Fiance the other way shows that they have an argument because he is cooking a Thanksgiving dinner for this woman and her friend. And he mentions that he was at a bar earlier in the day and he met this very nice lady who he invited to dinner. What? But she didn't show up. Okay. So there's... So this guy goes to a strange bar in a strange country, knowing no one, bellies up to the bar, meets a woman, invites her over for dinner. For Thanksgiving dinner. For Thanksgiving dinner. They don't even celebrate Thanksgiving (laughs) in England. So you can understand that someone that's already feeling a little bit insecure about the relationship is now in like overdrive about this. Mm -hmm. Ready? Tell all comes. (laughs) This is how twisted the people, the producers at 90 Day Fiance have become. So they have this argument, but it blows over. He leaves. They say goodbye. She's super upset. He's feeling emotional. Whatever. It is so important for 90 Day Fiance to cause the drama they know you're there watching for that at the tell-all, the reunion special, where they all come back together, you get a little update. You get to ask the hard questions, answer the hard questions. They bring this girl. They start talking oh about Thanksgiving God. dinner and they find the girl oh from God. the bar and they bring her on. 
Dude, because this guy claims, it's just plutonic. I'm just that kind of guy. I make friends everywhere I go. What are you talking about? There's no way she could have... There's no way that woman could have ever thought that I was hitting on her. No way. And anytime you say that, anytime you say... You are basically full of fucking shit. Right. Anyway, anytime you say, trust me, I mean, it's just like you're you're just telling people that you're not being honest. Trust me, I know. Anyway, so he, uh, I mean, the tip, the tap dancing that was going on on that stage. (laughs) As this woman is ready, this woman's coming in hot too. She's ready. I think now that she knows the situation, she's probably coming in to bust this guy's chops. Like, yeah. hey, dude, you were hitting on me. You did make it sound like you we, you were going to invite me over on a date. And I didn't know that you had a girlfriend already and was waiting for you at home to cook her Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance has found a way to make it so interesting. <laughs> I mean, honestly... This guy in the relationship is the unstable one. He is quite slick. He does not he is not transparent. He is full of shit. And I think he's dangerous for this uh woman who is who is obviously fragile from bad experiences time yeah. after time after time. And she's getting herself into another one and this guy is like the wrong answer for it. And now they're bringing <laughs> on the girl that he talked to at some random bar. Go 90 Day Fiance. Ruin everybody's lives live I on know. television. Jeez. Oh man, I love, I love it. I love it. I just think it's incredible. <laughs> I just I do. know I can't stop watching it now either. I'm back on the single life. Oh, you're back on The Single Life? Yeah. 90 Day The Single Life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Love Island is a whole shit show. Oh, God, all the 90 Day fiancés are <laughs> just total shit shows. Yes. And that, that, that marks the 12th uh, episode in two months that we've done nothing but talk about 90 <laughs> Day Fiancé. <laughs> We're becoming a shill for 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> it's just too easy. Yeah. So back to the original question. Will you be the kid? Can I sell you? <laughs> Can I sell you? <laughs> Would well, that be okay give me some you? more context. All right, here's a context. Yeah. <laughs> As as we were talking about previously, before we actually started right. recording the episode. Now I'm trying to remember what we <laughs> Yes. We just recorded half an episode before Brian remembered that you actually have to press record to record an episode. That hasn't happened in a while. Be fair. Be fair about it. That hasn't happened in a no. long time. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, we got a couple of responses to our which dive bar would you like us to come to on the tcb tour that is in the book so it'll never happen but we're just curious as to which (laughs) dive bar you would have us go and man did we get a couple interesting responses we got a guy i think is i think it was a gentleman a guy that responded to us about a bar in virginia and chrissy i'm telling you what there is no i have never seen a dive bar like this it is literally the diviest of bars (laughs) <laughs> as if it was underwater at some point. As if it's underwater now. I'm not sure. Maybe burn. <laughs> it looks it looks like an outhouse with a bar. It, that's what it is. It's an outhouse with a bar. It can maybe fit five, six, seven people in there. I don't know. And that's perfect for it's us. It's perfect for us. That's the size of our audience. <laughs> yeah. If all of our audience members showed up, <laughs> we still wouldn't sell the place out. <laughs> and that includes us being two of the people that can right. fit in there. Um, and, and and then there was just a number of other uh, wonderful dive bars. So I got to thinking, what if we did like a, I don't know, like a TCB con, right? Where we dress up as our favorite TCB character. And, right. You know, we can have people from the show come and sign things. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, but what if we did a TCB con? Who would you show up as? Well, I was thinking about it because we just talked about it in the part that we did That's record. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it would be either Teresa Caputo or let me add in the magical girl. 
Oh, yeah, stars, star starlights, or girl, starbird, yes. or star sun, yes. or whatever her name is. <laughs> yes. Oh, she would be a good one. You could probably pull that off really well. I would go Frankie B, but I think it's too on the nose. Like, yeah. what I, I would like to actually have Frankie B there. If we did a TCB con, we'd have to have Frankie there. We would have signing to. pictures for five dollars. Yes. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. So I think I would go like deep into the catalog, and I would either do like Swerving Irving. I would be swerving Irving. Or would you be in a box? Like I don't a, know. Yeah, a, a I, the question is: Would I do the alive version or the dead version of swerving Irving? I don't know. I don't know. Good question. Uh, maybe Henry Fonda because that's He's going way, one. way back there. Yeah. Or Carl. I would be Carl. Oh, Carl for Carl, sure. For sure. Hey, yeah, girl. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to like go shirtless. With some abs. You want to see my nipples? Vic- is that what you're looking for, Chris? <laughs> Victory V. Victory V, girl. This is the way to. This is the way to the Lord's heart. It's through my penis. I've been telling you this whole time. <laughs> I don't know what's unclear about that. Leviticus three through whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Is it important? Just know that it's in the Bible. <laughs> you're not actually going to read it anyway. I just say that. So, girl, this is what I'm talking about. So we get to TCB Con. I put you up on one of those little dunk tanks. I throw a ball, and if someone w- if someone hits you and gets you in the dunk tank, they get a wet, hot kiss from you. <laughs> what do you think? We talk we talk Jeff into that, girl? I think so. Yeah, Jeff would be down. Sweet. I was talking to Jeff the other day. I was explaining to him that it's possible, it's probable that you have syphilis, and that he should probably break up with you. And then I dropped a fat cash, some fat cash at the front door, just letting him know I love him. You know, hey, bro, I support you. Sorry about all that syphilis. Here's $10,000. What do you say you take over one of the branches of Hillsong? Oh, my God. And I'll take over your position in the house. You know what I'm saying? And by position, I mean behind Chrissy. <laughs> hey, Jeff. It's Carl. <laughs> Checking in on that little deal we made. <laughs> Call you later. Send me a picture of your balls when you get a chance. I'm not picky. I just got thrown out of church. I'm not picky. I can't preach on a full dick. Uh, no. For some reason, the women don't like me. I don't know. <laughs> I saw an interview with Carl. Oh, Man, God. Carl. Reese from recently? He got hired at another church. He did? Yeah, like another wingding. He's charismatic. He is. He, there's no doubt he's charismatic <laughs> yeah. he, because he's a maniacal egomaniac. <laughs> yes. yes. So, And they all are charismatic. This is why people like Donald Trump so much, right? <laughs> yes. Whether or not, whatever we think of him, however you ingest him, there are millions of people that are caught up in the personality because that's what narcissists do. They Mm -hmm. catch you in their grip. And I'm not saying Joe Biden ain't a narcissist either. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I think Donald Trump is like the easier example to explain to people because you hear so much more from Donald Trump than you ever do from uh, Joe Biden, mainly because I think it's nap time for JoJo. (laughs) Sleepy time. It's sleepy time for JoJo. I just imagine JoJo with like one of those little hats on. The nightcap? Yeah, like the old hats that the old men used to (laughs) wear with a little ball hanging down. And big oversized pajamas, and someone brings them a cup of tea, and they're like, night, night, Joe. <laughs> how, <laughs> night, did those, night. how did those things stay on when you slept? I don't think that was the uh, point. Oh, okay. I think the point was to cover your head <laughs> so that God didn't see it or something. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> Good night, John, John. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
I'm going to share that I've been going through a difficult time lately with one of my family members. No trauma, no huge drama, just a difficult situation that I'm trying to navigate. It's times like these when I'm grateful I've got a therapist that I can speak with. Therapy for me is the release valve. It's a place I can go and speak to an objective third party about even the smallest of details in my life. I've been using therapy for many years to help me navigate these difficult situations, but then to also work on some of the bigger issues we as human beings all experience, and I'd like to think it's making me a little bit of a better person. If you haven't given therapy a try, or it's been a while since you've been to therapy, I'd like to recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp is designed to be easy, convenient, and fit your schedule. It's all online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason, no additional cost. Whether you're trying to work through some big traumatic event, or you're just having trouble getting through the minutia of life, therapy can help. You can start today and get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash commercial today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash commercial. Take a few minutes, prioritize your own well-being, and you can start at BetterHelp.com slash commercial. Get 10% off that first month. And we want to thank BetterHelp for being a continuing sponsor of the commercial break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. So... Carl got hired by this other wing-ding, fly-by-night, prosperity preacher, finger-banging, whatever his name is. He got hired by another really? pastor to preach at this pastor's up-and-coming church. And everybody who's in that community is upset because, obviously, they're like, you're getting fooled by Carl again, right? Yeah. Um, but these the people at this new church support the whole situation i guess at least that's what's being said support the situation so carl's back preaching and hillsong itself had their ceo president whatever it was founder he stepped down because his father was yeah doing some crazy shit to children and covering it all up and now the church is being sued as is the brian whatever his name is he's being sued yeah, but the yeah. point is hillsong got a new like global ministry preacher, pastor, and it's a couple. And the guy, you got to see this guy. I'm going to ask Morgan if she can find a picture of the new Hillsong preacher. I think his last name is Lou. Chrissy, the guy is in his 60s. 
He is wearing a skater beanie with wavy blonde hair. Think, um, <laughs> think Spicoli, okay. right? Think Spicoli in his wavy hair. Yeah, with a skater beanie and skater clothing on. He's in his sixties. <laughs> I saw his like introduction to the congregation, the big videotaped worldwide presentation in front of. I did not understand a fucking word the guy said. He was like so nervous and so all over the place. But what I did know is this. I am never going to be 60 years old <laughs> still shopping at Surf and Sun <laughs> in Tampa, Florida. I'm just I'm just not going to do it. Oh yeah? <laughs> My watch doesn't even think so. <laughs> I'll make a note of that. I have to thing. Yes. I'm like, I'm desperately trying to dress age appropriate. I, I know. know it doesn't always happen, but I'm desperately trying to do it. Like age appropriate, but still cool. Yes. Yes. There so, is that transitionary period. Yes. Like with when you get, get to a certain age. When you get to yeah. a certain age and that certain age is like anywhere over 27, <laughs> right. you start having to think about, well, <laughs> I guess Doc Martens and bell bottom jeans aren't cool anymore. <laughs> I guess my, uh, you know, Lollapalooza 1997 shirt probably is not the coolest thing. It'll get cool again, but I shouldn't be wearing it at my age. That's for the young kids to bring back, not for me. But honestly, that's why when I go to Spain, I I buy a new wardrobe. You know why? Because they have clothing that looks cool on gentlemen of a certain age. (laughs) The Europeans, yeah. Yes, they have uh, clothing that fits your swollen prostate. So there you go. I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm into it. But I see some of these guys. Some of these guys dress way older than they actually are. And that's a shame. It's a damn shame because you look way older than you actually yes. are. But some of these guys suffer the other fate, which is they are still dressing like techno hippies uh-huh. when they're 48 years old. Look at oh, any. My sister and I encountered one at this restaurant that we went to. Oh, yeah? A little while back. Over the weekend. Was it the guy from 90 Day Fiance? Did he belly up to the bar and invite you to Thanksgiving dinner? You know, I moved to a new neighborhood. I'd never been to this place. And uh, we walk in and this patron at the bar turns around and is like, ooh, you know, ogling Kelly and I. And we're like, okay, we'll sit outside. (laughs) Double the fresh mint, double the fun, (laughs) double the tits and double the buns. We're sitting there eating eating lunch outside and all of a sudden Kelly goes, "Uh, you just missed the guy from the bar that just came to the window and looked out. No way. And I was like, what? What? He did? Okay, that's strange. Anyways, we see the guy a little bit later. He walks out and starts talking to us. He's the owner of the the place. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, that's just thinking about the, he was wearing, and I think he was probably in his 60s, he was wearing a uh, Mickey Mouse t-shirt that was ill-fitting. yeah. And had like a rainbow something on it. And he started talking to us, spittle going everywhere on the Kelly and talking about, about his skater days. Oh. He just injured himself. His, he injured himself skating? Yeah. In his mid-60s? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, he's just trying to make you seem... He's trying to make you feel like he thinks he's cool because he's doing young things. Also, his nose was very red. <laughs> He was talking. Kind That's of the fast. thing about the restaurant industry. <laughs> I know. It was difficult. Like, First of all, he uh, he said he owned that place for fifteen years, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, I bet." Every I went, bit of fifteen years. There, every bit of fifteen <laughs> years or fifty years, which but, makes it like thirty, yeah, which yeah. makes it like forty. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you, you get stuck in a time hole. Yes. There's a time warp that goes on in the restaurant industry, and some people don't realize how old they actually are. Right. Now, uh, restaurant business, I know lots of people have been making a living doing that oh, because yeah. I worked in the restaurant business. I know people that are doing it still to mm-hmm. this day, 20, 25 years later. I went to a restaurant, <laughs> which is what I might be doing here very shortly. So I'm, I'm not throwing stones. Uh, you know, a little Rochambeau yeah. never hurt anybody exactly. until it did hurt a bunch of people. <laughs> until people started dying because of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're getting old when all the people who were still partying are flopping over like fish. Yeah. Yeah. I go to this restaurant down the street from my house. I've been, I've, I've gone there a number of times. I know the owner. The owner is a former executive chef where I was a manager, a waiter, oh, a bartender. Right. That place. Yeah. Okay. Lovely human being. And I've known him for a long time and I consider him a dear friend. But he's in his 60s now. It's got to be, right? And he has nothing but under 25-year-olds working at this place. Uh-huh. And there are a ton of them. This place is huge. He owns it. It's extraordinarily successful. But he is always there every time I go because that's what the restaurant business requires that you it do. Does. Number two, number number one, number two, you literally have to pickle your liver. So you have to keep drinking 24 <laughs> hours a day. And there's no better place to drink than at the restaurant <laughs> where you buy your own booze. Right. For other people to drink. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he is like, I mean, he just, he's, he's going. Like, he's just a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. All these other kids mm-hmm. are keeping him young. Mm-hmm. He's running all over the place. Right. He's saying hello. So he comes over at one point. <laughs> we're talking about the old days. He says, I'm so severely understaffed here, you know, and I got a bunch of kids running around here. So some, most of them don't have experience. And, you know, I'm just trying to, like, keep the place together. It's so busy. I want to make sure that everyone has a good experience. He looks at me. He goes, Green, you want it? This guy used to call me Green. <laughs> yeah. He goes, Green, you want a job? And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> My wife is like, yes, he wants a job. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Pick up a couple extra shifts. Yes. I don't want him in the studio late at night, but the restaurant making actual money, that I'll take. (laughs) We'll do that. (laughs) Let's do that one. Astrid is so ready. She's like, yes, a normal job. (laughs) But I know if I go into the restaurant industry again, you'll never see me again. I'll be lost to the room. I'll get eaten by the wolves. I'll be taken away by waitresses and cocaine and <laughs> Bud Light. We'll, we'll find you with, I know. with a bottle of Chianti <laughs> a classic and a, a straw in my nose. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> just blood dripping Rolling out of my nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we thought he was doing so well. That commercial break seemed to really turn things around for him. I mean, not financially or physically or mentally, but I don't know. He seemed like he was doing okay. He's on the charts. <laughs> yeah, he was on the charts somewhere. Those even matter. <laughs> and look at him now. Blood pouring out of his nose. He does, however, seem to be dressing much younger. <laughs> Are those mom jeans he's wearing? <laughs> Is he wearing a Taylor Swift t-shirt? <laughs> No, he's not wearing a Taylor Swift t-shirt. It's Olivia Rodrigo now. Get on with it. Taylor Swift's yesterday's news. Dua Lipa. That's who I'm into now. Dua Lipa. Lipa. Holy shit, that girl is gorgeous. I know. Isn't she? She's like a perfect human being. I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't. I'm trying to find flaws. I can't. I know. Even her music's okay. I mean, it's not great, well, but it's all right. Dua Lipa was one of the ones I think I downloaded just to kind of see and on the Apple Music. <laughs> oh yeah, and now <laughs> it just like keeps playing. playing. I don't even know what she says because I'm mesmerized by her. I am. I'm sorry. I just have to admit it. I am. Do a leap. Anyway, yeah. I'm not probably not going back to the restaurant industry anytime soon. That's good. No, I would never survive. No, I I would never survive. I'm way too old for that. Yeah, it is a young person's game. But you know who we might see at that restaurant sometime (laughs) soon is Carl because I don't think the new church is going to work out either. And that prosperity preaching bullshit is just, it just keeps on going. It keeps on going. There are so many people i think really you know people with the best interest of their organized religion at heart keep on saying the prosperity preachers are bullshit stop it it's it's enough they don't need private jets they don't need you know mm-hmm. seven million dollar homes they can live in a comfortable five hundred thousand dollar house and drive a nice you know use mercedes around like do we really need to be giving them all these things for what so there's no they don't have access to god any more than i do and so and i also think that you know, religion takes the form uh, of the moment. Religion always has taken the form of the moment. New religions pop up, new versions of religions pop up that accommodate what's going on today and mm-hmm. here and now. And mm-hmm. I think everybody, and I, th- I can say this about myself too, I think everybody knows that being able to provide for yourself financially can certainly make life just a little bit easier. Actually, it all stops and ends with money. That's all. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but these prosperity preachers are, are preaching something that sounds very attractive to almost every human being on earth, which is pray a little, give a little, and you get back tenfold. Mm-hmm. But I highly doubt that in most circumstances that ever happens. And so the prosperity preaching to me is also a, just a bunch of horseshit trying to get your money out of your pocket so they can put it in their pockets when they know damn well nothing's going to happen at all. Well, and it would be one thing, too, if you're saying, okay, give. I mean, I give to charities. And so, you know, yeah. give. And then we'll, with that pot of money, I'm not going to go get a private plane. No. But we're going to go, you know, do the good works of the Lord. Homes yes. down in a, you know, a site, whatever. That's not what these people I do. I mean, even the biggest of the big, Joel Olstein literally shuttered his doors when Houston was underwater after that hurricane a couple of years ago. Shuttered the doors because he didn't want to get the carpet ruined. It's such horseshit, right? They don't practice what they preach. They almost never do. And I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule, but I'm just talking about the generally known, uh, my ability to... I'm just talking about the things that I have time to look at on the internet. Leave me alone! I can hear people yelling at me, yelling at me. I take a dick and keep on licking. Yes, I do. Hey, you, my podcast friend. I just popped in to say that you are the best part of TCB. And to show our appreciation, we want to give you a free WWFD sticker. It's the What Would Frankie Do sticker you've been asking for. It's number four in our series of stickers, and you get one just for being a friend of TCB. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the Contact Us button, tell us you want a sticker, and drop us your physical address. Those FedEx men's will be at your door post-taste. We want to hear from you, your wild and wacky stories, dating disasters, ask 
TCB questions, and now you can ask Brian's mom for terrible advice. Hey, I learned my terrible advice-giving skills from someone, and my mom is that person. 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll-free from anywhere in the world is where you can send us your questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas. It's a real live phone line where we actually respond. 855-TCB-8383. At the commercial break on Insta and TCB podcast on TikTok. And please do me one more favor. Go to youtube.com slash the commercial break. Subscribe to that channel. Morgan does a great job editing the videos to be released on the same day it airs here on the podcast feed. Now let's listen to a word from our sponsors who keep this rambling wreck fueled up and ready to rock. And then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. All right. (laughs) All right. So I thought that with that in mind, talking about Carl, having a little fun with him, what drives me more crazy than a prosperity preacher are prosperity preachers defending prosperity preaching. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like Inception. So, it's like Inception. You're in a hole inside <laughs> of a hole where they just go on with nonsense. I'm sure they're about to quote some scriptures and stuff like that. Here is a gentleman from the 700 Club, I believe, one of those uh, the stations. the old 700 Club. Yeah, but this is not um, one of those old fogies. This is a young yeah. guy from Singapore, very famous up-and-coming prosperity preacher, And he's got some words to say about prosperity preaching and why God actually wants him to be rich. Oh, okay. (laughs) Why Jesus' last will and testament said, you (laughs) shall be rich. Let's take a listen. The question on what... Oh, wait. Without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. I couldn't leave that out, Chrissy. (laughs) The whole crowd would be like, what? I mean, by the whole crowd, I mean all three of us. (laughs) The question I want to ask is that who do they give credit to? for their own success and prosperity. Mm. Who, to whom, or to what do they give prosperity? To themselves, to their smarts? Mm. No, God, God, God wants to get all the glory. Right. Remember, it is the Lord God who gives you power to get wealth. So people that- So hold on one second. So we kind of dive in the middle. This is like an intro to this okay. video that we're going to watch. But this guy is basically sharing with us that as long as you're giving credit to God, then it doesn't matter how much money you take from people. It's the people who give credit to themselves that really need to be uh, stopped. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I think you're drawing at straws here, but I'm not really sure it makes a fuck of difference who you're giving the credit to when you're taking other people's money and using it for your benefit while they suffer greatly. And he's selling a book. Of course they're selling a book. <laughs> they're always selling some shit. That teach against that are teaching against the cross. Wow. Is that what you just said? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Say that again, Betty. <laughs> teaching against the People cross. People who teach that we should not be making millions of dollars a year are basically teaching against Christ. Am I right? <laughs> wow. Wow. So insightful, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> About what Jesus you know, did so- for us fully yes. at the cross. Wow. I think that many of them... Uh, okay, we're, just for those of you that are listening, we're watching a split screen here. The gentleman uh, with the accent is talking from Singapore, and then there's two people that are talking from Dallas on this praise show. It's a, I think it's a husband and a wife team there. I assume it's a husband and a wife team. And she is just so indignant at the fact that somebody has thought that maybe she shouldn't be making millions of dollars because that's going against the word of the Lord. I believe that they're not aware of that. I think they, yeah. are, they believe they are fighting for the purity of the, the New Testament teachings and all that. But uh, personally, I think there's a lot of hypocrisy mm-hmm. there. Oh, you do? Oh, oh, okay. 
because uh, uh, many of them who will come against the prosperity teaching, now I'm against the, I think we all understand and we are all on the same page, we are all against the abuse of these teachings. Absolutely. The wrong teachings of prosperity that produces materialism, greed, Mm -hmm. avarice, we are all against that. But those that are Let's just breeze right over that part. We're all against that. Then why are you wearing $50,000 jackets? Yeah, Yeah. and rings and jewelry, and there's like a tea set in the back. (laughs) There's a tea set in the back. Clearly, he's staying at the nicest hotel in Singapore, which is the most expensive place in the world to travel to, by the way. Prosperity as a whole is negating the scriptures because uh, the reason I say that there's some hypocrisy here is because many of them are prospering. They have more than one car. They live in expensive homes. They send their children to the best schools and they want their children to succeed. Mm -hmm. But all the while they are coming against prosperity. So the question I want to ask is that who do they give credit to for their own success and prosperity? Mm. Who, to whom or to what do they give prosperity? To themselves, to their smarts? Or to Brian Greene from the commercial break? (laughs) No, God, God, God wants to get all the glory. Right. Remember, it is the Lord God who gives you power to get wealth. So if you say that uh, you're against the God-prospering people, then how do you explain your prosperity? Who do you give glory to for your prosperity? Mm-hmm. Your own intel- intellect? Your own, your own uh, prowess? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prowess. Mm-hmm. Prowess. Prowess. Mm-hmm. Your financial uh, acumen? Because you'll give mm-hmm. glory to someone. Wow. wow, that's so insightful, Chrissy. Uh, as long as you're diverting the attention away from your own bank account and giving the glory to God, everything's cool. It's yeah. all good, baby. <laughs> you need a new plane? Get one. You want a Porsche? Drive it. You want to take that house? Claim it. Claim it. God, that's right. The one that they say, oh, yeah. The whole, the starter of all of this, like the head honcho of prosperity (laughs) preaching, just said, claim it. Just claim it. (laughs) You want a new house? Claim it. (laughs) Unbelievable. So, Joseph, I just want to make a note. Um, That was, that was pretty direct, what you just said. (laughs) And, and, I, 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 (laughs) was it? Because it sounded like a bunch of obfuscating (laughs) bullshit to me. And I don't see him taking notes. No, of course he's not taking notes. He's got his book in his hand. He's ready to sell that book, Chrissy. Sell that book. It's a good old Singaporean way. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying. Does the guy from Singapore look a little bit strange? Like he's had a little bit of work done on his face? (laughs) Something. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, I think of Joseph Prince as one of the kindest, gentlest, meekest people. But you're, but you're, you're. (laughs) You can still be kind and gentle and rob people. It's just fun. (laughs) (laughs) Really, that means something to you. This, this uh, re or misdirection of one of the atoning works of the cross, uh, you got a little fired up on that. That's, that's, this is an issue to you, isn't it? Yeah, the reason being because uh, of this uh, teachings, so-called teachings against prosperity that has caused a lot of people to shun it altogether, altogether, and, and as a result, they are- He's wearing a $100,000 watch. <laughs> yeah. Faith is not reaching out to God to even believe for that aspect of their lives. They're so afraid. Pastors are, are intimidated from preaching this message, lest they be lumped among the prosperity preachers, you know, and uh, 
And like I said, we are all against the abuse, but but to neg- we're all against the abuse, but not particularly. <laughs> These <laughs> yeah. guys are not against the abuse. That's what they do. They're trying to literally run an end round around you. They're saying that there's an uprising right now about prosperity preaching because there's a couple of people with common fucking sense in their head that are saying this makes not a shit worth of sense that we are telling our preachers it's okay to have anything that they want for any reason because they are preaching a certain version of the of the scripture as you should have anything you want at any time just because you pray to the Lord. It doesn't work like that. And not, not in my opinion, because it, it, does it? No. Should we be doing something that we're not doing? <laughs> we need to start a church. I've been saying this for two years, and I think I, I think it's free, it, baby. It's time for the church at TCB. <laughs> Let's get it on. Our first preacher is going to be Frankie B. <laughs> Our second preacher, Adam the Liar. We're going to get all the big names involved, and we're all going to start preaching the word of the Lord that you need to give us money so that you can prosper. Because that's exactly, you know what, Chrissy? To think, you know what you think about it? I've been doing this my entire life. I've been giving other people money, hoping I would prosper. <laughs> if I'd only done it the other way around. The whole teaching of prosperity that God is restoring in these last days, just like in times past, during the times of Martin Luther. He didn't understand about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He didn't touch on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but the Lord restored the baptism of the Holy Spirit in our day and age. And then God is restoring the teaching of prosperity. And if God doesn't want us to prosper, then why did Jesus become poor at the cross? Why Why did Jesus say things like, seek you first the kingdom of God and all these things will be taken away from you? Why do you say it? Instead of that, he says, all these things will be added unto you. I didn't understand a word of that gobbledygook, because quite frankly, it's gobbledygook. It's talking in circles. Why did he become poor at the cross? Right. Uh, because he wants Pretty to... sure he got nailed to it. Like, you know, I don't think yeah. they left him with any money in his pocket. So I'm just taking a wild guess here. I, I don't get that's it. that's why you should go with prosperity preaching? I'm so confused. He's saying that he thinks that people <laughs> who are against prosperity preaching are missing the point. Mm. That the point is that he should, that he should be <laughs> yeah. taking money from his congregation. Yeah. We got a letter one time, and I'm going to paraphrase because I'm just doing this off the top of my head. But we got a letter one time from a woman whose family had been a part of one of these big mega churches. The entire family had been part of it. Since she was like a teenager, they had been going to this this church. And she said she had watched as her father and her mother basically bled their accounts dry in order to give to this church as it was building its foundation, you know, whatever the fuck that means, building its foundation. And then they realized they had like a moment of clarity when she was in her 20s. The parents did, had a moment of clarity that holy shit, we've been giving all of our money to the church and not keeping enough for ourselves yeah. and our own future. Yeah. Right. And they like, she was saying in the letter that she, they very literally took the tithing principle of 10% of everything that you make goes straight to the church that they hadn't been able to save. They hadn't been able to do certain things because they were giving this all to the church. Doesn't sound like prosperity preaching to me. It's prosperity for one, for one person, the person heading the church. And everybody else is supposed to, uh, you know, get in line and obey. I only wish we had that kind of power here at the commercial break. Wow. We couldn't even get one person to pay for our fucking Patreon. Not one. Not one. <laughs> well, we had one. Okay, we had one. We had a few. It was a few. Do you... <laughs> 
Did doing you? what she was doing. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tom, Did you go to organized religion when you were a kid? <clears throat> Not really. For any reason? Like, did did you do any organized religion? Like Easter stuff, maybe? Easter and, like, Christmas yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. You guys would show up to, like, what kind of church? Uh, my grandfather used to go to, like, a Presbyterian okay. church. Yeah. So, What's the difference between Presbyterian and Catholic, say? I think a lot, but <laughs> yeah, but like I, I don't, I don't know. What are the differences between Presbyterian and and Catholic churches? Uh, well, there's the whole Mary situation that's involved with the Catholic Church. Oh, the Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And what did she do? I mean, what was she what? had Jesus? I know what she had Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What do you think I have a moron? <laughs> oh, so they don't, so they don't, they don't do Mary in the Presbyterian no, I mean, Church. Mary's around, but okay. you're not really like. Praying to Mary. Oh, you don't pray to Mary. You don't think mm-hmm. she got pregnant on the whatever. I don't know. I don't Brian, know either. I didn't go. <laughs> you didn't go sure. to learn. <laughs> I didn't go to learn. I go to gave money. That's what I did. I gave money because I went to Catholic church. I know you're the one who should know the differences because you went to like Catholic school. But I went to Catholic church. They didn't teach you the differences in the different religions. That's the problem with the Catholic religion is that they only want you to learn about one religion, their yes. religion. Mm-hmm. Well. I do know this. There was a there was a pretty strong suggestion that you should tithe also at the Catholic Church, or at least donate on a weekly basis. But the the priests at the church that I went to locally were some of the most judgmental motherfuckers I've ever met. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told this story, but I walk out. Of, but, and, and by the way, I mean I won't get into all of this because it's not funny stuff here on the commercial break. But the Catholic Church is fucking terrible from head to toe. And I know this because I have family members that were personally affected by the scandals Mm. that have rocked the church. But here's the point about the priests that were in this. We go to church. You know, my mom tries to drag us there every Sunday, I think mainly so that the Catholic church will pay for our education. But anyway, whatever. So (laughs) we get dragged to church one day and my mom is like running late. And so she's like, put on your shoes. Let's go, blah, blah, blah. So Kevin and I put on sneakers, like white sneakers. We go to church, we're leaving, priest is standing outside, shaking everybody's hands, greeting them, and as we're walking by the priest, he grabs my mom, and he says, this is the reason that the Catholic Church is going downhill, the future of the Catholic Church is going downhill, because (laughs) your children are wearing sneakers to church. Oh, that's the reason? Doesn't have anything to do with thousands of priests touching young men in inappropriate places? Mm -hmm. It's the sneakers! Yeah, it's the sneakers, Brian. Jesus Jones. <laughs> I know you've had a really bad experience with that. Terrible. terrible. I've had good experiences yeah. with religion, like when I have gone to churches and there's a lot of good people that I know that are, you know, religious, but I know there there's a lot of people out there that have not had a great experience. I'm not putting at a all. blanket on people who go to who have religion in their heart or religion in their lives. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the hypocrisy in the dogma of mm-hmm. the church, like the people who run the church, the people mm-hmm. who hide things about the church, the people who ask for constantly asking for money but give nothing back about the church. That stuff drives me crazy. The people sitting in the pews, I think by and large, are just there to make themselves better people, yeah. right? And they find some comfort in the stories or the dogma or whatever it is. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the assholes who mm. are using God as a front for all of their very human bullshit. 
And you know what? I'd be able to accept the very human bullshit a lot more if they would just come clean and say, I just want a private jet. Is that so bad? Like, if someone came and said, I just want a private jet. I just want to be able to fly around and not have to go through security and go from this past, you know, this parish to that parish. Who doesn't? <laughs> well, then maybe then allow people to make the decision about whether or not they really want to give to that. But what they're doing is saying you're giving to God. You're not giving to God. You're giving to Lear, the company, to make a jet for me. <laughs> and who's going to give the commercial break a jet? I would give, Chrissy, I'll give $1,000 to the next person that gives us a private jet. $1,000 to the next person out there who gives us a private <laughs> Seems like a good trade. It's a great trade for whoever's involved, and I just wish that people would come to decision. their senses. <laughs> you know there's somebody out there with a private jet that's just sitting around somewhere not making much. I don't know if they listen to the commercial break or not, but you know there's somebody out there who could give us a private jet if they so wanted to. Yes, that's and true. we will happily accept, again, $1,000 to the first person <laughs> Who gives us a private jet. <laughs> or we're going to raise money for a private jet with the kissing booth yeah. at TCB Con. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what we're going to do. There you go. It's a private jet fund. Hey, text us and let us know what you would come as to TCB Con. We're not going to have it. We're just asking. I'm just curious <laughs> as to who you're going to come as. We may have it one day. Yeah. Text but us. not any day soon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> text us or leave us a voicemail. You can now leave a voicemail here in the studio for Chrissy and I live on air, and your voice might be played on the commercial break. It's an Ask TCB hotline, 626-ASK-TCB-3. 1-626-ASK-TCB, the number 3. If you call that up, you can leave a voicemail, ask us a question, tell us a story, do whatever you want. Do it on that voicemail, and who knows? Maybe you'll be on the next episode of the commercial break. Remember, if you do not want your real name used, don't use your real name. Yeah. And Make if you up. don't want your voice used on the commercial break, then text us instead. 855-TCB-8383. 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. Two different phone numbers. You know how to do it. Comments, questions, concerns, content ideas. We take them all via text or voicemail. We would love to hear from you. We always respond. So don't worry. Uh, you're not you're not talking into the void. You'll be one of few people who have ever contacted the commercial break. <laughs> we'll get so excited that this phone actually rings. You'll, it doesn't matter what time of day or night. I'll respond to you. I'm that kind of guy. Uh, add the commercial break on Instagram. TCB podcast on TikTok. And do us a favor. Go to www.tcbpodcast.com. All the audio, all the video, right there from one location. The entire catalog is yours for the taking. You can also get your free TCB sticker. Hit the Contact Us button. Leave us your address, and we'll send a sticker off to you. Even though we don't know what sticker we're using right now, we'll figure that out. And we will get you a sticker. We promise. I think we're out of what would Frankie do stickers, actually. So you'll get the next one. Yeah, you'll get the next one. Uh, Also, we would love it if you would go to YouTube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed please subscribe to the channel like and comment on your favorite videos get engaged we'd love to hear from you not actually get engaged just get engaged (laughs) with the show all right chrissy i guess that's all i can do for today Uh, i think so but i'll tell you that i love you i love you and i'll say best to you and best to you best to you out there in the podcast universe until next time chrissy and i always say we do say and we must say goodbye. goodbye